Welcome to Hey, It's Julie, a podcast about a regular person talking to other regular people about their stories. Now, let's take a peek into the lives of other people with your host, Julie Vasello. Hey, it's Julie. Welcome to episode three of my podcast. For this episode, I want to talk about reinvention, starting over, changing everything, and moving forward. My last guest spoke about reinventing himself, and I felt like it was a topic that could use a bit more focus because I've often been asked about my own reinvention journey, how I did it, why I did it. Although I've often referred to myself internally as the queen of reinvention, I am not the queen of anything. (laughs) I'm not even the princess, and I am certainly not an expert. What I am is a regular person who happens to have a bit of experience with reinventing myself in various phases of my adult life. I've also failed miserably at times. We are not talking about the Hallmark movie version here. When someone would ask me why I wanted to do something or tell me why I couldn't do something, I had this inner dialogue that answered with two simple words. Why not? Those are two powerful words right there. When you don't put up roadblocks, anything is possible. Things work for others, so why not you? One of the cornerstones of any big, anxiety-producing change is courage. People think you have to be fearless to make huge life changes. Although that's a nice thought, it isn't realistic for most humans. You may have heard the saying that courage is not the lack of fear, but being bold in the face of fear for a noble cause. I like to think our respective lives are noble causes, especially when we seek to live our best lives. One of the basics of reinventing yourself is to have the courage to do so. It's okay to be afraid, but do it anyway. I am a collector of quotes. I have one of those never-ending Pinterest boards filled with quotes. Some of them are funny and others are downright profound. One of the best ones I've read recently is from Beyonce, and it really spoke to me. She said, I don't like to gamble, but if there's one thing I'm willing to bet on, it's myself. Yes, girl, a thousand times yes. Let me share with you a bit about my story and how I started embracing reinvention. If it helps even one person on their reinvention journey, then I think it's totally worth talking about. My story begins in 2001 when the 9-11 attacks happened. I was working in a job based out of New York City. It was a job that was busy, stressful, and although it was a good job, it was not my passion. In today's world of social media and instant internet connections, leaving a job to pursue a passion doesn't seem as much of the giant leap of faith that it really is. Back in 2001, there was no social media, and it felt like a massive leap to take without connections or a safety net. Back then, 9-11 was a societal disruptor that changed many things. Today, as we've struggled with a global pandemic, it seems weird to say that. But September 11, 2001 was a turning point back then, just as COVID-19 is recognized that way now. For me, 9-11 signified a wake-up call. I went to a job and dedicated a large portion of my life every day to working at something that was just okay for me. I didn't hate my job, but it certainly didn't feed my soul. All those people in the World Trade Center in New York went to work that day, and a few thousand of them never came home. That just haunted me. It was time for me to think about who I wanted to be. So back to my job. If you have worked as a successful woman in a working environment dominated and predominantly run by men, you may have an inkling of what I was feeling. If you did it 20 years ago, I'm reasonably sure you get it. Without going too far off topic, I am not one of those women who acts like men are responsible for all that is wrong. I don't generally complain about injustice in the workplace because of men. I am one of those women who will tell you that gender inequality exists even today in workplaces. 
That's not a complaint or a whine. It is what it is. It can't be mansplained away by people who have not been taken advantage of at the hands of the system. It exists like so many other injustices today. So there I was in September of 2001, faced with a crossroads. Continue to feed a lucrative job that didn't help me grow as a person, or step away from traditional norms and try something completely different. I was the woman who did everything the safe and conservative way, because that's how I was raised. And this crossroads was scary. I mean scary like, am I going to be able to eat scary? I had some support, but it still felt like jumping off a cliff with a parachute that might open, but might not. Well, anyway, I did this thing. I quit my traditional corporate job with its nice steady paycheck and health insurance and opened an art gallery on a suburban Main Street without any connections in the small town I lived in. I had been so busy working and commuting to New York City every day that I had no connections in the town I was in, other than my husband at the time and his family. There was also no social media to spread the word. Marketing costs money and took much longer than social media does today. But I was determined, so I researched, came up with a plan of sorts, and I jumped. It's easy to think about it now and admire my audacity. Back then, I was pretty fearless, sometimes to my detriment, but lessons were learned. Maybe I'll share some of those lessons in a future episode, but for now, let's continue. The gallery I owned, named Creative Genius, was open and operated for 10 years. During that time, I also began my career as a professional photographer and ran my own photography business and then a studio with a business partner. Because, well, reinvention, right? Fast forward a few years and I got divorced. Although that's its own version of reinvention, the part I want to focus on is getting a job after being my own boss for over 10 years. I know for some people that's no big deal, but for me, it wasn't easy. It wasn't really what I wanted, but more of what I had to do at the time to survive. Initially, it felt like failure to me. I had worked so hard to be on my own, and now I had to work for someone else again. But it turned out to be the exact opposite of failure. It just took me a little bit to see it for what it really was. I segued that failure into a whole new career as a multimedia specialist working in marketing. That new career utilized all those specialized entrepreneurial skills I had, but in a new way. And I built on those skills and learned even more. I guess it's always how you choose to look at things. Before I wrap this up, I have a few brief tips to share with you from my own reinvention adventures. These are small bits of advice that may help you if you're thinking about making a life change. I'm focusing these tips around business, but really they apply to just about any big life change. And let me preface this by saying that any change is difficult. Anyone who tells you it isn't is lying, embellishing, or deluding themselves. But even though change is hard, it's so worth it. And of course, it's mandatory if you want to move forward. So on to the takeaways. One, don't overthink things. I've managed to do what I've done even with anxiety. One thing that anxious people often do is we tend to overplan. This is to avoid any of the terrible worst case scenarios that we have running through our heads. We tend to overthink everything. It's so easy to be practical and focus all your energy on practicalities. And don't get me wrong, those are important. But I feel like all successful ventures are a combination of good ideas, good plans, and some magical pixie dust. Don't spend so much time overthinking the practicalities that you miss the magic. Two, follow your heart, not someone else's. There are good ideas, and then there are good ideas you're passionate about. There's a difference between those two scenarios. Following your heart means you'll do what it takes to make your idea happen. Without that passion, things don't always work as well. If you're taking a leap, let it be your leap, the one you want to make. Three, Dreams are good, but you still have to have a plan. Business plans exist for a reason. 
even if you start a business and you're self-funded. You can post badass quotes and you can hashtag boss babe all you want on social media. But without a plan, you'll be hashtagging broke babe if you aren't careful. And no one wants to hashtag that. Use your creativity, sprinkle some rational sense in there, and you will come up with the right plan for you. But make sure you have a plan. Four, know the power in your ability to reinvent yourself and your life. It goes beyond confidence, folks. You have to know in your soul that you are, in fact, your own backup plan. That's huge. And no one else can give it to you. Only you can create that level of self-knowledge. No matter what happens or how insecure I might feel on any given day, I know I can open a store, run a photography studio, handle multimedia for a large company, and tons of other things I've done successfully in my life and in my career. I don't just think it. I know at my core that I can do these things successfully. That is hashtag boss babe right there. And by the way, it isn't arrogant to know who you are and what you can do. It just is. Five, don't be afraid of help or advice. There are people who think asking for help makes them weak. People who ask for help about things they don't know or want to learn more about are actually the strongest people in the room. Let's be realistic. Others have done things before you. The good ones will be willing to share. Soak up any knowledge you can from those people. Help or advice may not always be what you want to hear, but it can be invaluable. Some of it will change your plan, your life, your business, and you. Six, pivot, pivot, pivot. You have to not only be good at change to reinvent yourself, you have to embrace it. And I mean, hug it like it's your lifeline, because it is. Being able to change rapidly and effectively is the key to success. If it doesn't work the first time, keep pivoting until it does. And speaking of pivoting, seven, everything you do won't be wildly successful. Who cares? If you aren't successful or if you fail, it just means you need to look at why something didn't work without overthinking it, learn your lessons, and pivot again. Well, that is all I have for you this episode. If you have your own reinvention story, I would love to hear from you. My contact information is in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and here's hoping you embrace change and pivot your way into something that allows you to live your best life in a way that is magical and amazing. Don't be a stranger. For more information about this episode, please visit the episode notes. To show your support, please subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Thank you for listening to Hey, It's Julie.